The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3115. Today we're going to do a deeper dive into the Bad Batch, in particular focusing on episode 3, The Solitary Clone, and what a particular set of events inside that episode tells us about clone troopers in Star Wars history. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So this episode begins with a scene that happens in front of the Star Wars equivalent of the Vietnam War Memorial where Commander Cody and Crosshair are talking and one of the things that they talk about is how more and more clone troopers seem to be going AWOL these days. And Crosshair says, then they're traitors just like the Jedi. And Cody responds with the good soldiers follow orders line. So it sounds like Cody is still in with the whole Empire thing, that he has successfully flipped from Order 66, as we know, and that he is still solidly within the camp. However, the events of the solitary clone break him out of that. And as I mentioned on yesterday's breakdown episode, there has been conversation happening online about whether he was already thinking that direction before he went on this mission with Crosshair, or if this mission with Crosshair was the thing that just broke him and made him decide that he had to leave. I've sat with it myself, and I feel like he you know, may have had his misgivings, but he was still in the Good Soldiers Follow Orders camp, as he said. I don't think he was saying it ironically or trying to stave off suspicion from Crosshair or anything like that. I think he just finally hit a point where he saw trying to do the right thing and realizing that disobeying the order was the right thing and that he was being given for all intents and purposes an unlawful order by Governor Groton and seeing how the empire was definitely not going to be about peace. They were going to be about law and order at the barrel of a gun with crosshair just completely mindlessly following through on the empire's killing spree. That was the thing that just pushed Cody over the edge and made him decide to go AWOL. So that leads us toward a question for which there's no current satisfactory answer right now, which has to do with the cut over from clones to stormtroopers. We have parts of that answer right now in that we know that Governor Tarkin has said that getting you know, regular people to be troops is cheaper and possibly more efficient than the clone situation, but yeah, that's up for question to be sure. So they've stopped with the clone situation with Camino, but someone's still doing clone stuff in Mount Tantus, and we know the Empire experiments with clone stuff basically all the time. So they haven't totally given up on the idea of clones, but one of the things that we see at the beginning of the Bad Batch and as we progress through season one, and now we're seeing it again in season two, is that the Empire's modus operandi is to 
eventually move away from clones and toward conscripts and recruited stormtroopers, recruited people, not clones. Of course, clones are people too in their particular way. So yeah, let's just say clones and conscripts. How about we do the differentiation that way? Anyway, so we know that that transition is in progress and we're already seeing it implemented a little bit, right? So the group of troopers that go to uh, Desix with Governor Groton, those are all stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers are the ones who show up at the end of the episode who are starting to round up people on the planet at that citadel area and so forth, even though it is clone troopers that are dispatched to try to get the governor freed from his hostage situation. But stormtroopers are now coming into play more and more frequently at this time, which were just months. We're not even a full year from the events of Revenge of the Sith. So Tarkin's direction is one thing. Another thing that has been brought up is the rapid aging of the clones and whether they you know, continue to be effective over time and whether they basically just sort of you know, time out, retire, get too old to be troopers for the Empire and whether that happens much more rapidly than it would with you know, non-clone folks. So that may be another part of the equation. What we get in the solitary clone in this episode is a third piece of the equation, and it might be a very important one, comparatively speaking. The idea that more and more clones are going AWOL suggests one of two things. Number one, it could be that these clones have a particular sense of duty and morality that's been bred into them, if you will, as part of the clone manufacturing program. And like Cody, they are experiencing situations where they are continuing to be asked to do things that go against their moral code and you know that moral code may have been programmed into them but it may also have been developed over the course of three years on the battlefield or you know two or one depending on how recently the clones have been dispatched into the field but I think you get what I'm saying you know they have this ingrained sense uh, of duty and honor and morality and then you know they go out in the field and they have it in a practical experience, but now with the fall of the Republic and the rise of the Empire, that experience is antithetical to what they have known and what they've experienced and what you know they've been programmed with. And so you can see a situation where as the Empire continues to step up its you know very awful activities that more and more clones would decide, nope, we can't be a part of this. So that's one thing. The other thing has to do with the chips implanted inside them that triggered Order 66. So we know it triggers it and suddenly they want to kill any Jedi they see, but how long does the effect of a triggered chip last? In other words, at what point do they hear the good soldiers follow orders mantra in their heads and hear it less and less and less until at some point it just becomes completely ineffective and it does not have any pull or power over them anymore to the point where if they were to actually see a Jedi, like would they just suddenly mindlessly zombie-like kill the Jedi or try to kill the Jedi? Or is there a point at which the effectiveness of the chip wears off so that they you know, may hear the like just very tinily in their head and think, what am I 
thinking this is weird and they just, you know, go about their business. So ultimately, I think we are getting as close as we're going to get to a complete answer about the transition from clone troopers to stormtroopers and it's more complex and it's more satisfying that way, I feel like. A real-world kind of situation like this would likely have multiple causal reasons for an event of this magnitude. And that's what we've got here. We've got the idea of the clones being too expensive and of them wearing out in a rapid fashion and the idea that their ingrained sense of duty and morality and loyalty and honor is not being reflected by their current experience under the Empire, and the idea that the Order 66 chip may well just rot and become ineffective over time and not drive that same loyalty from a program perspective. There are you know, complex reasons why clone troopers are eventually getting phased out and would eventually be phased out one way or the other anyway. And it seems like we're getting some evidence of the complexity of the situation in Star Wars storytelling through the Bad Batch, and I am here for that. That's very cool. So that's what I've got for you on this deeper dive episode into Season 2, Episode 3 of the Bad Batch, aka the Solitary Clone. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited but their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.